Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. The 11 to 1 Show. He's an avid runner, he's a mental health advocate and he's embarking on a remarkable journey of endurance. We're going to hear about Mead man Dave Tyrrell's run right after Frank and Walter's in 11 to 1.
Megan Walters after all and LMFM's 11 to 1 Sinead Brazel here with you now have to tell you about this man because he's embarked on this incredible endurance challenge this morning his name is Dave Tyrrell he's from County Meath he is an avid runner and really a mental health advocate and he is running wait till you get this now 250 kilometres from Navin to Donegal. He's going to do it in 48 hours. How? How? I hear you ask. Well, he's got the determination, he's got the drive and he's got the fitness under him, that is for sure. Why is he doing this? Well, he is hoping to raise funds and awareness for two incredible organisations, So Sad Ireland and also Meath River Rescue. So he headed off this morning at 10am and, you know, this is such challenging terrain as well. He's covering a distance that most of us would, you know, probably just get sick at the thought of, to be perfectly honest with you. He's going to be going through lots of different picturesque landscapes, towns and villages, all whilst raising awareness and support for So Sad Ireland. And he has a GoFundMe set up right now at the moment. And... um Basically, the best way to do it is to just search Dave's GoFundMe page um, is probably the best thing. Dave Tyrrell's GoFundMe page. I will be posting a link to it as well later on because I caught up with Dave yesterday on the show uh, or just after the show, just before he was heading off on this. And he is quite the man. He really is. And we're going to be playing the interview for you on tomorrow's show because it's really powerful stuff. It really, really is. Dave's going to be sharing his own experience with mental health struggles. He's going to be very honest and open about that and why he's doing this amazing, amazing thing. So he set off. So we're wishing him the best of luck. We will track the progress. I have absolutely no doubt that he's going to do it. And he has lots of help and support along the way so if you can donate anything at all if you just search Dave Tyrrell and Dave's run from Navin to Donegal he set off this morning anything and all donations would be greatly appreciated there's Adele hello and LMFM's 11 to 1 getting a message in in 086-1800-658 I was wondering could you wish my wonderful wife wife Rebecca a very big happy birthday today from her husband Graham and two boys Fionn and Oren absolutely delighted to do that Rebecca hope you're having a fantastic day today hope those boys of yours now spoil you later on with some nice goodies and treats but I hope you're having a fab day now this is described as a heartwarming journey into the world of parenthood love and resilience it's a play called The Flower of May and it's very much delving into the challenges and triumphs of raising a child with autism. We're going to be chatting to the actor and theatre maker behind this, Eileen Gomez. They are bringing the show to Kells this weekend. We're going to chat to Eileen next. The 11 to 1 show. It's described as a heartwarming journey into the world of parenthood, love and resilience. It's a play called The Flowers of May and it's delving into the challenges and triumphs of raising a child with autism and it's going to be performed this weekend in the St. Vincent de Paul Theatre in Kells. It's based on true experiences and it's an extraordinary tale that will inspire you. Joining me now to tell us more is co-creator of the play, actor and theatre maker Eileen Gomez. She's from Cordoff. She's on the line. Eileen, you're very welcome. Thanks so much for joining us. Thanks for having me, Sinead. Great to have you. Now, I think, you know, it's so wonderful to see people with autism represented much more now in TV, film and now on stage. We're definitely moving in the right direction, I think, in terms of having these stories represented. Would you agree? I would definitely agree that we're moving in the right direction. I have a son who is a weeks away from turning 16 and I've seen some amazing changes uh, positive, not always positive. I suppose in the last sixteen years, he was diagnosed when he was three, and uh, it's you know it's amazing what the trial and tribulations are. People think 
people don't realise what they are and a lot of mm. times it's simple things in society, you know, um, it's closed mindedness and but I definitely see a lot more awareness um regarding it now and people understand nearly what autism is now if you mention it where I know ten plus years ago the only thing people could reference was Rain Man maybe or you know something along the lines of that so definitely we're moving in the right direction there's still a lot of work to be done but we definitely are moving in the right direction Oh there definitely is and that's why what better way to educate and enlighten us is through the arts and as you mentioned there your proud mum to Oisin you know was it this need to to educate and enlighten people about sort of the life of someone who just so happens to have autism was that what kind of inspired the play or or triggered sort of the the need to write about yeah, so the writer is Matthew McMahon. He came up with the bones of this play. He also was a child with autism. Mm-hmm. And we've worked on projects before. And he approached me over a year ago and said, look, I have this two-hander idea. Um, I feel like I could go somewhere. And it's, um, I suppose there's nobody with autism represented on the stage as in the family carer scenario is more what's represented, if that makes sense. Yeah. So it's about the couple, it's about the trials and tribulations. A lot of people walk away from this feeling educated, they see themselves represented as parents, educators. We've had so much um, feedback from people that are preschool teachers, teachers, or, do you know, that they felt... Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't. I never. You know, you don't see what goes on behind closed doors in family scenarios or the little things that causes the most challenges. So, I suppose it's it's quite a funny play. So, I think uh, that's important to note that it's it's done through humour also, uh, oh, but it's also way. got some. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I think you've humanised things. Um, and But it's also very hard-hitting. There's a, a, some storylines in it. It's about 75 minutes long. But yes, Matthew uh, had spoke to me about it and... Um, Emma Saunders is the director and we've also worked with Emma previously. So the three of us came together and we workshopped it. And it took a couple of months to workshop it. And uh, it was very important to have a director also that wasn't involved in the autism world because we were coming along with uh, language that she'd never heard of. Yes. So Emma was able to go, I don't know what that means. The audience is not going to know what that means. You oh, know, you're trying yes. to teach people about um, about autism, but you're, not everybody in the audience is going to be in that world, you know. So that was a learning curve also. Um, so, And I think that's what we've got from the feedback and reviews is that the people that have attended to see a play and they've come away going, oh, wow, do you know, I didn't know that. that that's yeah. amazing, you know. So it's been a, uh, a massive learning experience, but the feedback and the reaction has been overwhelming. It has really been overwhelming from everybody. Do you know, um, the phone calls we've got afterwards are some people that have just attended to just go and support it, but it's touched something in their lives, you know. So yeah. as a parent or as I said, as a person that's in just a relationship or just how hard life can be. So it's all based around this couple and you feel like... Um, you're looking in their sitting room window and watching their lives pass by, I suppose. And you know, so it's that fly in the wall feeling yes. of, ooh, should we be watching this, you know? And okay. um, yeah, so I think that gives um, an even better perspective of it, you know, so people get more comfortable and go, okay, let's have a wee look, see what's going on here, you know? So, um, but I do think it's it's very important. I, I have to say, I think uh, being a theatre maker, representation is huge. Massive. Um, mm. And... We, we are moving towards that, you know, that we're doing more of that. Also, it's hard as an actor because, like, part of acting is taking on different characters. Um, but This is close I to the like bone, the, too, yeah. Yes, exactly. So I suppose um, that, that parents walking away feeling that they're not invisible. You yeah. know, we had a couple, we were in Armagh last week and we had a woman give us in a review saying that her husband were lucky enough to get babysitter for the night. 
and they felt like, oh my God, our world is a bit normal, you know, mm-hmm. and there is other people going through that. To get a review like that was, it was just heartwarming. It was heartbreaking also that they've obviously felt lonely, you know, yes, in their world. because it can be isolating, as you say, even though it's there right, are support yeah. groups and there are things, but, you know, mm-hmm. sometimes it's not always easy for, for everybody to, to take part in those. And the other thing is as well, and this is something that, you know, really needs to be addressed too, a lot of the time, you know, people with autism are sort of all branded with the one brush. Not yeah. everyone displays the same things, yeah. you know. So that's something that we need to, to be aware of as well. I'm oh, intrigued, It is though. a spectrum. Yeah, yes, and it is completely. a spectrum and it goes from one end of the line to the other. And that is a very important note to make because uh, this the story is about Lisa and David and their son, Connor. But Connor's not going to represent every child that yes. has autism. So people may walk away going, my child doesn't know that and they're very lucky that my child doesn't even talk or whatever it may be. But it is a spectrum and everyone's experience is completely different. And as you said, they are labelled quite regularly in the one box, you know, mm-hmm. and... Um, that is a very important note to make because it's like everybody. We all want to be seen as an individual and well, seen for it. our strengths and, yeah. uh, and our weaknesses, I suppose. But it's it's like every other uh, additional need. Also, like we there is labels are needed, unfortunately. But when we label everything, we tend to just get put boxed, you know. So yeah, we can't group yeah, everybody into the into the one category. No. Absolutely. I'm intrigued though. Has Oshin seen this? Yes. Yes. And what, it's very what, important. Yeah, what was his reaction? Um, yeah. yeah, he actually, uh, when we were, uh, we had opened in April in Monaghan and it was during, we were opening after the Easter break. So I've three teenagers, but uh, two, I have to mention Francesca and Gabriella, his sisters as well. But um, I suppose Ocean was the dominant person in uh, for me that I was representing in the play. And um, so we had rehearsals in Monaghan and I took them down during the rehearsals, but I had, had said to him, you know, there's, there's stuff that you're going to realise that, I'm talking about that is it's of our story you know yeah. and there's one storyline and I wouldn't like to give it away but there is a storyline in it that was a, was a very hard thing for our family to go through okay. with Oshin and he remembers going through that because he was he was actually 10 but we portrayed Connor as 7 in the play mm-hmm. and uh, I we had he um, Oshin's high functioning and quite in tune with himself you know and uh he was like, why do you think that's important? And I said, do you not think it's important for people to know that you go through these things as well and that they're normal feelings? So I think he was quite proud then to see that story, you know, but, was. um, yeah, yeah, do you know, and it's, um, I think it's given him confidence in himself going, yeah, I actually do belong. My story is as important as everybody else's. I'm entitled to fill up space, do you know, and, and that's, that's exactly what, what stuff like this is, is doing. It really is. You're, you're going to, and I think that's really important and I'm, I'm so thrilled that he had that reaction to this. So how can people get tickets then? You're coming to Kells on Saturday in the St. Vincent de Paul yeah. Theatre. That's right. We're in Kells on Saturday, so there is a phone number yep. and um, an email address. So give me one second. Sorry, I just went blank. Every I have, uh, so I, have the, the, I have the email have there, address here. Yeah, yes. I do indeed. Yeah, yes. it's the Kells Theatre at Gmail dot com. If people want That's to email, right. they can get it there. Yep. Yeah, and there's also I think a phone number. If you can ring in, it's oh eight seven seven one zero one. Six seven one, and we're also in Monaghan the following weekend in the Market House. Um, that's for two nights on six and seven, and then we'll we're putting it to bed then. So that'll be the end of that. We'll possibly doing the festivals next year. Yeah. So it's the last couple of shows of it, which uh, is kind of sad because it's had a, a nice little run. Um, but the more they can come out and see it, it'd be amazing. We'd really appreciate the support and uh, said if the feedback stays as strong as it is, uh, if we get one person educated in some way 
or an understanding it's we've achieved something you, you know? really have you really have well Eileen I wish you the best of luck with it and thank you so much for joining us on the show today Thank you so much for having us, Sinead. Thanks a million. Eileen Gomez there. The Flowers of May, it's called. It's going to be performed in St. Vincent de Paul Theatre. Kells this Saturday at 7.30pm. And the number, I have it here, it's 087-710-1671 or kellstheatre at gmail.com. The 11 to 1 Show. The LMFM Roadrunner team, they are back on the road again. Today it's in Dundalk at the Regional Development Centre Information Morning at DKIT and Pat O'Shaughnessy is standing by. Morning, Pat. Ah, Sinead, good morning and very welcome along here to DKIT to the RDC, the Regional Development Centre at Dundalk Institute of Technology. I'm delighted to be joined by um, a friend that I know. Um, he is the manager here, Gareth Duffy. Um, and, and I'm really excited because uh, to find out exactly what to do. I've been in and out of the campus many, many times and I know roughly what to do, but I want to just hear it from, from, from the horse's mouth and see exactly what happens here. Gareth Duff, you're very welcome along this morning. Thank you very much, Pat. I suppose tell me a little bit about the incubation centre and what it actually does. Yeah, well, I suppose first of all, we're, um, we're the link between industry and the, uh, the main DKIT population, if you like. So we provide that interface. We, we work with businesses and we help businesses solve problems that they might have, technical problems. We might use our research centres and our academics uh, to help with that. Um, but one of the major um, uh, aspects of, the, the, of what we do here is we work with start-up companies. Um, we work with people who might have an idea uh, to start a business, and we bring them along, we support them, we help them determine if there's any commercial viability or, uh, in their idea. And that's, that's the main thing of what we, what we try and do. Now, when I was reading a bit about this, because it's always good to do a little bit of reading and see exactly what I'm coming into, I, I noticed that you have supported over 2,000 businesses. That is an extraordinary number. It is, yeah. And we've only just recently hit that uh, number, um, Pat. It's, it's fantastic when you look back, uh, because sometimes you think, you know, that's just 2,000 is a number. It's, it's a big number. It's a business. But actually, there's... 2,000 people behind that number and it's 2,000 families behind that number. And, a lot and of th- their employees. And their employees, absolutely. And uh, so it is a big impact when we look at that. So where those people have come from is, is our region uh, in, in, in the northeast. So it's Louth, Meath, Monaghan, uh, Cavan, Dublin North uh, would be the, the type of, or the area that we would cover in, in our supports. Uh, but it's a fantastic number and there's some great successes in that. Absolutely, and does without trying to put you on the spot or or to minimise what other businesses have done, but does one or two in particular maybe jump out? I know that we're talking to Miles McCarry later on from uh, yeah. Galibier. He's selling to seventy different countries now. You know, it, it's amazing that they, they, they wouldn't exist uh, in the success mode that they are now unless they came here first. It's great that you say that. Um, we, we're delighted to be part of that success. Um, you know, but obviously a lot of it is the determination of the individual, and you know we we encourage and support that. In terms of you know you, you asked uh, you know what companies would have gone through, and like we've had some really really big companies like with Statsports, we've had DigiWeb, like household names that make a big impact. They're well known. They've got lots of employees, but there's you know of that two thousand, there could be a thousand miles out there. You know, people like him yeah. that are based in you know maybe. 
in, in Miles' case, it's uh, Omeath. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're you know they're not in big centres. They're down you know different different smaller villages around the, the but area. But they got the rudimentary skills to do what they're doing here. Yeah, yeah. I suppose we, we 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 can say that. Yeah. And like, what what are the biggest challenges? Would you say from your experience in those two thousand businesses that you've helped? Um, what would you say nowadays is the biggest challenges for 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 those businesses if they come in here at the start? Yeah, I suppose a lot of it things are moving very very quickly. So relevant, you know, making sure the business stays relevant. Um, so a lot of, you know, established businesses have to reinvent themselves all the time. You know, there's there's a lot of uh, their employees would be looking at seeing opportunities, see, um, you know, problems that are existing in their domain. Um, and we can help them work through those, you know, um, seeing if there's a commercial viability in it. How can they get funding? Funding's a big one. You know, if you step away from employment, you know, how do you replace the, the mortgage payments, if you like? Um, so there are some of that the, is the difficulty that so many SMEs face. Do I put my house up? I have my family. I want to take the next step. I think my idea is good enough. Who's going to hold my hand to take that next step? Yeah, and, and I suppose the first thing they need to everyone needs to know is is it commercially viable yeah and often when you're in that position you know of look i think this is a great idea you know i've looked at it's great and i love this idea that i've come up with or this opportunity and you're you're too close to say well actually it is the numbers don't add up here so that having that um ability to come to a safe environment like our you know the rdc we're not going to rob your idea you can you know discuss it you can Put your concerns out. You can put your numbers up, and we'll challenge you on those. Yeah, um, and that's one of the benefits of what we do. And if somebody wanted to come to you in the RDC and be part of one of those two thousands, and they're sitting at home, how do they come to you, Gareth? What do they do? Yeah, look, uh, as I said, we're part of uh, DKIT, so our, all our contacts are in there under business incubation. Um, you know, so that that's a contact you can. Give us a, a, a call or an email. My email is garrett.duffy at dkit.ie. That's Garrett with two R's and two T's. <laughs> um, so uh, I, I won't be hiding. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, just just make that first step. You know, that's and that's the difficult one to make a lot yeah. of the time. Um, just before I go, I have to say to you, it, it, there must be a special feeling when you see businesses like you mentioned stat sports you know or digital to see the success that they've had and to know that you were a part of that so it's 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 great to be part of something of, of any success yeah, yeah, you know yeah. any, any team you, you see it's great to be part of that um and uh, but look you know we're only in in some cases we're only a small part it's the entrepreneur that comes with the drive the ambition and we can help facilitate them and enable them as best we can and make all those introductions and open up networks and everything they need, or hopefully everything they need, to make it a success. It's here at the RDC. Gareth Duffy, Incubation Centre Manager, thank you very much for taking the time to talk to me. Sinead, when you come back, um, I will be talking, I'm hoping to, a lad that I do know well, Miles McCurry from Gillibier. Uh, we'll talk to you again for more of the same in a little while. Thank you, so, thank you so much, Pat, there from the Regional Development Centre at DKIT. They're having their information morning. We'll join him a little bit later on. Now back to the music. Here's a picture this. There's a picture this. Never change on LMFM's 11 to 1. Today is a day to appreciate your neighbour. Yeah, it's Good Neighbour Day. We're going to be talking about that in the Northeast Update. And we'll be rejoining Pado Shocknessy. He's in DKIT for the Regional Development Centre's Information Morning. The 11 to 1 Show. 
LMFM Northeast Update with Senator Windows. Senator Windows products will help you create a secure, comfortable, energy efficient home you're proud of. Call 0818 777 On this day in 1990, Marvin Gaye gets a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. And today is Good Neighbour Day, an opportunity to lend a proverbial cup of sugar and get to know the people who you live nearby. LMFM Northeast Update with Senator Windows. Creating the perfect home is a journey. Let us guide you. Visit our Drada, Dundalk, and new Navin showrooms. Discover more at senatorwindows.ie. Yes, we are back on the road again. The LMFM Roadrunner team is at DKIT today and the Regional Development Centre, they are holding their information morning and they've just broken the 2,000 mark for the number of business and entrepreneurs they've assisted since its startup, which is quite amazing. Pat O'Shaughnessy and the team are at DKIT. They're finding out more about their great work and I believe Pat has bumped into a friend, haven't you, Pat? Ashinead, you're very welcome back, yes, and you are absolutely right. I've bumped into an old friend of mine who I didn't actually realise, Kim, through this whole programme that you heard Gareth talking about earlier on. His name is Miles McCorry. He runs a company called Galibier, and they've sold into over 70 countries. He's going to tell me a little bit about his business and about what it meant for him to come here when he was in the incubation period. Miles McCorry, you're very welcome along this morning. Um... It's extraordinary from those humble beginnings that you're now into 70 different countries. Tell us a little bit about your experience when you were here and how long ago was that? Well, Pat, uh, we came to the RDC in 2012 and we were a small team, myself, my wife, young entrepreneurs, and we were struggling a wee bit in, to try and get a foothold in an industry. And uh, we had an opportunity to take part in the New Horizons programme, I think it's still called that and it was remarkable and it wasn't just remarkable for the the information that we got from it we were surrounded by other uh, entrepreneurs who were starting out on their own journey I think that's what I love about these particular institutions is that when you come in here suddenly you realise I'm not threading water on my own there's quite a few people trying to do the same thing absolutely and it is that you're in a well it is a classroom environment but it's not a conventional classroom environment so I had been through in normal education systems and I learned didn't really suit me and when you come in here you learn as much from the people sitting to your right and left who are also on that journey and that is the important thing it's not really just the guys who are lecturing you and trying to educate you on what to do it is the people sitting beside you and I think in institutions like this that's the keystone um, peer learning is where it's all at Yes, I'd, if you put a name to it, absolutely. But we're, you're all going through the same thing. And part of the New Horizons program is that they break down what you're trying to do. So if you're actually, if you're just trying to fix a problem or offer a solution, uh, if the people beside you who also are able to just give you an abstract view, because when you're coming up with an idea if you're, as an entrepreneur, you can be quite blind and you think this is the only way to do it. But uh, more often than not, it needs good refinement, and that's what places like this do. Now, you sell online cycling apparel. So you, you, you jumped into an industry that you could nearly say shark-infested waters because it's so vicious, it's so difficult, it's so competitive. But it's a market that you knew, you thought, until you came here, <laughs> uh, which you know quite well now, um, and you're selling into 70 countries. Did you ever envisage that your passion would become your livelihood and that you would sell into 70 countries before you came here? Yes, well, I think uh, 
I think because I've I raced for so long, I did thirty years racing, and I actually didn't realise I didn't know anything else. <laughs> so my opportunities when you have a young family and you have to feed them, you just have to get up and go to work and do something. Uh, I think when I started out, I came in with not enough of an apprenticeship, and the RDC does really help refine your skill set and develop what you what sort of to lead into a successful business. You're predominantly online. Um, in fact, I'd say 99% of your business is online. Yeah, yeah, it's all online. Um, what was the take? Was the one takeaway factor you, you would have had from your experience here, or was it a multiple of factors? Well, I think it, it, it helps you identify uh, what you want to do. So in your head, you're just going to think, well, I'm going to sell uh, cycling clothing. But when you have to break it down and form the elements of what that takes, you have to go and design the product, go and find the factories. But the main thing that I learned here is personal relationships. So when you find out when you find out who you are working with, like no matter if you're selling a pair of shorts to one person or uh, selling ten million shorts to a government, some there's a there's a one guy who's going to make the decision to buy either the one pair or the you know the massive order. So it is thought of it it's like just that. personal yeah. relationships. Yeah. You know, there's a bar somewhere, or if you're trying to like as we were small and we're always struggling trying to get into the larger factories for the better quality garments and just to try and find who that production supervisor was just to get in the door and the elements of human interaction I learned I actually got out of here so very beneficial the one thing you have done with the name was a very clever name Galibia a very very famous climb iconic climb almost you know pilgrimage status mm-hmm. to cyclists all over the world uh, in France um, and you named your brand Galibia it has now become a brand that's almost synonymous with Ireland, and that that, that was a remarkable achievement from for a man from Mummies. It was extraordinary. <laughs> yes, you've nearly uh, stolen the brand from the massive mountain <laughs> yeah. in the Alps. Uh, but it is. It's just. It's a. It's a piece of pilgrimage. It's our inspiration. But uh, I, th- I think it's just. That's ident- how we identify ourselves now, and that's. It is a wee bit. And. If you were to look back, you know, with, with the experience that you and your wife have now and your team around you, you export to 70 different countries around the world. Um, what advice would you impart to somebody who was trying something similar, uh, not necessarily in the same industry, but something similar and they wanted to get up off the behind and get out into the real world and sell? Uh, I think it, it is to gain experience. I think like we are now going nearly 13 years, but the first three or four years that we did were... Uh, an apprenticeship was quite difficult so we didn't have the knowledge that we probably needed and we struggled a lot but it's like any business it's not easy no there is ups and downs but you have to work hard you have to work hard and it is graft and I just for anybody that wants to be an entrepreneur it is just graft it's all about I think any business is about uh, solving problems no matter what you do if you're presented a problem every morning in any business you find a solution for it and uh, if you can overcome those things, that will make you into a pretty good business person. And lastly, I've no doubt you're going to say yes to this, but you'd highly recommend somebody to come along to somewhere like the RDC and and and, and start on that trepidation and take the trepidation well, out it of the is, journey. Just anybody that has an idea, I say absolutely go for it because no matter where you go in the world, if you have anything that you think that you could turn into a business, working for yourself is a magnificent thing. It's not to say you don't have. Uh, people telling you what to do and but if you're 
I don't know of any entrepreneurs that are that are lazy because yeah. you know people say I'm going to work for myself so I don't have to do the nine to five. <laughs> oh, what a when myth. you work for yourself, what a myth! <laughs> yeah, when you work for yourself, it is just it turns out twenty four seven. Yeah, yeah. So you're always on. Miles McCurry, it's been inspirational and what a brand, Galibria. We wish you well in the next 13 years and we hope that you'll double that 70 to maybe 140. Thanks for taking the time to talk to me. Good man. Sinead, we'll talk to you again in this for a little bit more here at the RDC in Dundalk later on in the day. Thank you so much. Inspiring indeed. And we will rejoin Pat after 12 News Plus. Could we be any more excited? Yes, the Friends Experience is coming to Dublin next month and I want to send you and a friend. I'm going to have all the details after 12. The 11 to 1 show. Fancy going along to the Friends Experience in Dublin? Well, details on how you can get your hands on tickets coming your way right after Harry. LMFM. You're listening to LMFM's 11 to 1. Sinead Brazel here with you. Harry Styles with Adore You. Now, could we be any more excited? Yes. The Friends Experience is coming to Ireland for the very first time after its hugely successful European tour. So it's going to be heading to the Theatre of Light, the Point Square Dublin from October 24th. So Friends fans will be brought one step closer to their favourite characters as they take a look at the making of the show, costumes, props and recreate some of the most iconic moments from the globally loved TV series. So it's lots of nostalgia packed interactive sets including Monica's Kitchen and the iconic Fountain as well. Also you'll be able to take uh, photos around uh, Rachel and Monica's purple door maybe sit in Chandler and Joey's recliners or help Ross with the infamous sofa pivot and of course no friends experience would be complete without paying homage to the show's famed coffee house uh, which is absolutely brilliant as well so what I'm going to do is all you have to do for tickets is very very simple right I love Joey's iconic line that he uses to chat up women you know how you doing that one, right? So I want you to recreate it on WhatsApp. Okay, so you need to hold down your WhatsApp voice recorder 086-1800-658 and I want you to give me your best Joey chat up line. How you doing? Okay, that's all you have to do and you could be a winner. We have a pair of tickets up for grabs. This is a pretty amazing experience for a Friends fan. So that's all you have to do. 086-1800-658. The Buzz on LMFM. Keep up to date with all the latest Latest news and gossip on the LMFM app. Hi, I'm Crossy. American basketball player Jimmy Butler travelled over an hour across London just to see Dermot Kennedy play for 10 minutes. When Dermot heard about this, he met up with Jimmy and here's a bit of their interaction. You know what I would pick? It could be any song, though. I don't got to be one of yours, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, because, be any song. No, because it's the Irish, the Irish anthem one that you taught me. I was in New York that time. The song that, like, everybody was singing in the morning. I was like, what the hell is this? Fine glass? Maybe. Good night and joy be with you all. That would make sense. I don't know, but she was like, all Irish individuals know this song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, probably that. 
Sophie Turner and Joe Jonas have agreed to temporarily keep their kids in New York following the news of their divorce. It comes after Zoe sued him for allegedly refusing to return their kids to the UK, which he said was misleading and that he only wants the best for them. Kiki Palmer was on an American TV show this week. She publicly broke up with Darius Jackson earlier on this year, but there's rumours now they're back together. When asked on TV, here was her response. Are y'all been trying to be specific? Well, are y'all together? You know, I'm going to take a page out of my girl Beyonce's book, Mind Y'all's Business. Oh! <laughs> yes, yes. We will do that. We, we will, we will. Okay. That's The Buzz. I'm Crossing. The Buzz on LMFM. Keep up to date with all the latest news and gossip on the LMFM app. We have some voice notes coming in on 086-1800-658. I'm absolutely loving this one from Brian. Not sure whereabouts he is in the Northeast, but here's Brian giving us his Joey chat-up line. How you doing? <laughs> I have to play that again. How you doing? Oh, absolutely brilliant. Keep them coming in. 86 658 Hurts so good. Fair play to you. I love a bit of just crack on the WhatsApp and I love when you send voice notes. So this competition is absolutely perfect for that. We are looking for you to say the iconic Joey Tribbiani line from Friends when he's chatting up a woman, he just goes, how you doing? Like that. That's all we're looking for. And you could be going along to the Friends experience in Dublin. It looks absolutely brilliant. It's going to be coming to the Theatre of Light at the end of October. Keep those voice notes coming in. 086-1800-658. By the way, these tickets are going to be like gold dust. So, you know, if you have someone special in your life as well who likes Friends, you could get on these tickets. You could be winning. Now, we are going to be taking a quick break. But after that, we return to Pat O'Shaughnessy. He's in the DKIT this morning at the Regional Development Centre. They are having an information morning today. We're going to be finding out more from Pat just after these. The 11 to 1 show. The LMFM Roadrunner team is back on the road today and this time they're at Dundalk at the Regional Development Centre's Information Morning at DKIT and this centre has just broken the 2,000 mark for the number of businesses and entrepreneurs they've assisted since its start-up. So we are there to celebrate that and to find out more about what is on offer and Pat O'Shaughnessy is there. How are we getting on, Pat? Yes, Sinead, you're very welcome back here to the RDC at DKIT and I've been royally looked after, I have to say. I'm having a nice morning and I know a lot of familiar faces. A lady who I'm delighted to be talking to now is Lavina McGann. She's the Thrive for Women Programme Manager and the Thrive Programme is a related to STEM subjects, really, which is science, technology, engineering and mathematics. I suppose, Lavina, obvious question, what is the, the, the Thrive Programme? The Thrive Programme is a programme built on three pillars, to support women into STEM careers or if they're starting a business in the STEM sector, a business could be maybe developing a product or a service within STEM. And who are you actually targeting? I know it's Thrive for Women, but tell me who within that, who are you, who are you targeting? Well, the programme has identified the huge opportunities for women in STEM. So we're really looking to maybe career changers, work returners, uh, maybe women starting a business, but we've also uh, s- succeeded in attracting women who are looking to develop their careers within STEM because the programme is designed to help you lead a team or a business in STEM. 
And you must have been quite excited here at the RDC when the DKIT built a brand new STEM building out the back for, for, for your science, technology, engineering and maths. That's a wonderful asset. Oh, it's fantastic. Mm-hmm. And you mean the future is STEM. The, that's where the growth is. So it is um, our programme is feeding into that whole industry. Now, you must be doing something right because you had a very, very big award, a European award, I believe. Tell me a bit about that. Delighted about that. That's the European Enterprise Promotions Award and we're the national winner. So we're representing Ireland in Bilbao in November uh, for supporting the entrepreneurial spirit. Wow, that that is some achievement. So you're obviously doing something right and you're, you're, you're attracting the right type of people in here. Now, I spoke to people all morning and it seems to be that the environment that is in here for for peer learning as much as for what going forward is very buoyant yeah it's a uh, i think that women support women particularly well and in an entrepreneurial uh, respect it's so important to be mixing with people who can help support you because you know it can be a lonely uh, journey setting up a business or a service and uh, having an environment like this where people can you know meet and mix is really important and did you tailor it to women because women weren't coming into stem as much as maybe men is that the reason it was tailored to the women that's exactly it. So there's a very low participation rate of women in the STEM sector and the opportunities are huge and businesses recognise that that diversity is so important. So there's huge opportunities for women in STEM. Uh, there's a very low participation rate and companies realise and recognise the importance of diversity. So having more women at the table in STEM is really important. For the next tranche of people who you want to attract in, how do they go about doing that and when is that happening? So we have uh, our next programme starts in October. Uh, There are application forms on our website, www.thriveforwomen.ie. And that programme is specifically targeted at women who are looking to develop a product or a service in the STEM industry or for people who may be in a business already who are looking to develop a project that's STEM related and they need some support and assistance um, how to um, ideate that and find the commercial value in that business or maybe it's a, a project. And if they look you up at DKIT or DC they find the pathway there. Yeah, Absolutely. Lavina, thank you very much indeed. It's been enlightening talking to you and I wish you well with your endeavour and I do hope that we'll be back here and you'll be a European champion, not just an Irish champion at that stage. Sinead, we'll be back for more of the same near one o'clock but for now we'll say bye-bye. Thank you so much, Pat, there at DKIT for the Regional Development Centre's Information Morning. We'll catch up with him a little bit later on. Getting back to the music, here's Jerry Fish for you. 8,200 euro that is what next week's jackpot is in the radio bingo I'm going to bring you all the details of that plus we've got music from Niall Horan on the way for you the 11 to 1 show Niall Horan has had some 
interesting celebrity interactions uh, during his time in the spotlight but this one is really bizarre it was his first encounter with Kim Kardashian he was talking about this because he is back as a coach on The Voice and the new season has started and he was talking about this because I think one of the contestants came in with a Nile necklace on him on her sorry and uh, he was talking about you know merchandise and brought him into a conversation about Kim Kardashian because um, what happened was Kim Kardashian and her daughter North were eager to get his attention because they were attending an Ariana Grande concert and they were very familiar with Niall but not for reasons that you would think Uh, so he says the first time I met Kim Kardashian was backstage at Ariana Grande's concert she brought her daughter out and this is how she introduced North to me she said North this is the guy that sings from your toothbrush (laughs) that's my ridiculously bad Kim Kardashian impression so John Legend was baffled saying you had singing toothbrushes and he says oh yeah we did singing toothbrushes that was how the level of merchandise that One Direction had back in the day huge merchandise and of course it was all crazy times back then fans legging it after them and all sorts of stuff he said he couldn't even leave the house I'd say he probably is in the same sort of boat now in terms of you know he's such a huge star in his own right anyway back to the music and here he is Heaven on 11 to 1 Heaven now how would you like to get your hands on 8,200 euro that's what next Tuesday's jackpot is in LMFM's Radio Bingo. So have you got your book? Well, you can get it today. They are available from outlets throughout the Northeast. Want to say congratulations to Mary Cusson. She's from Analty and Patricia O'Rourke. She's from Dunshockland. They won a €400 Euro each. And also well done to Kathleen Goff from Stamullen, who scooped up €600. Euro. As I say, the outlet, the books are available from outlets throughout the Northeast. And when you are playing LMFM Radio Bingo, you are now supporting the Gary Kelly Cancer Support Centre. €8,200, that is what is up for grabs next Tuesday in the jackpot. Now I've got music from Daniel Bedingfield on the way, but first it's time for jobs. LMFM Job Search with Local Heroes, backed by Bortgosh Energy. Replace your old inefficient gas boiler with Local Heroes. Visit localheroes.ie. Borrowaddy Motors requires a full or part-time motor mechanic in the Screen Tower area for all models of cars, commercial commercial vehicles and Jeeps. To apply, email Tara at gmail.com. The Castletown Road Post Office Dundalk requires a part-time post office assistant. You can send your CV by email to postmaster.castletownroad at gmail.com. So that's postmaster.castletownroad at gmail.com. Don't forget all the details of those jobs can be found on our local job section on lmfm.ie. LMFM Job Search with Local Heroes backed by Bordgosh Energy for gas boilers, heat pumps and electric vehicle charge point installation. Visit localheroes.ie There's Daniel Bedingfield. If you're not the one, now I want to send you and a friend or maybe your partner to a fantastic experience. Yes, it's the Friends Experience. It is coming to Ireland for the very first time. They've had a hugely successful European tour and it's heading to the Theatre of Light, the Point Square in Dublin, from the 24th of October this year. So you'll be brought one step closer to your favourite character as they take a look at the making of the show, costumes and props and recreate some of the most iconic moments from this globally loved TV series. So it's a real nostalgia-packed fest. There's interactive sets including Monica's Kitchen, the 
iconic Friends Fountain and also you can uh, have an opportunity to take a trip down memory lane with plenty of photo opportunities and chances to recreate your favourite scenes such as peeking around Rachel and Monica's purple door relaxing in Chandler and Joey's recliners or helping Ross with the infamous sofa pivot and of course you have to pay um, you know homage to the famed Coffeehouse Central Park and your chance to sit on the orange couch so I want to send you animate or whoever in your life and all you have to do is chat me up Joey style okay the iconic line that Joey uses to chat up women how you doing I just wanted to say that to me on WhatsApp 086 1800 658 so hold down the button on WhatsApp how you doing and it could be you and a pal heading off to the friends experience get them into me going to be picking a winner very very shortly 086 1800 658 the 11 to 1 show. L-M-F-M. Yes, we are returning for the final time now to DKIT. We've been there this morning for the Regional Development Centre Information Morning and Paddy Shockensy and the LMFM Roadrunner crew have been learning all about what is on offer there. We joined Pat for the final time. Pat, how are you getting on? Ashanid, you're very welcome back uh, for the last time today here. It's always enlightening when you come to these places, particularly when you pass them day in and day out and it's part of the infrastructure of Dundalk and you wonder what goes on in there and it's only when you come inside and really see what they do and how they reach out to the public. It's it's fascinating. Something else that happens here is called the New Frontiers Programme uh, and David Connolly is the New Frontiers Programme Manager. He's going to have a little chat to me now. You're very welcome along, David. Hi, thanks for having me. What's the Frontiers Programme? Yeah, so essentially the New Frontiers programme is Ireland's National Entrepreneurship Development Programme. It's funded by Enterprise Ireland and we here in DKIT partner with DCU to, surprise, to provide training for entrepreneurs within the North East. And not only DCU, I, I, I noticed when I was looking through the brief, uh, you've links to the George Washington University. Uh, that, that, that's extraordinary. Yeah, yeah. I suppose, look, it's, it's a sign of the times more so that entrepreneurship is seen as, as a global game. Um, and we've went out there to foster those relationships with international colleges and universities. In this case, we sent three companies on a programme at George Washington University. So, so what sort of supports do you put to the people that come through the door looking for your input? Yeah, so look, just a little bit of background on the programme probably mm-hmm. gives you an overview of that. So the programme's designed in three phases. So mm-hmm. you have phase one, two and three. Um, we'd consider it like steps along a staircase. Mm-hmm. So phase one is very much your early stage. It's part time. It's ideation. It's really testing the business idea that you have. And that's run across eight weeks. And there's a lot of training and development around that. Phase two then is the more advanced companies. Um, that's a six-month intensive training course. Um, during that time, we'll pay you. So you'll get €15,000 tax-free stipend, as well as wrapped into training courses uh, two, two days a week across those six months. Because that can be the difficult part in anybody's journey in entrepreneurship. I, I, you know, we spoke about that earlier. I have the idea, but I haven't got the cash, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and look, look, it's, it's a problem with all early stage businesses where it's like a lot of bread but little butter and you're really <laughs> trying to you're, yeah. you're trying to spread um, your your resources your finite yeah, resources yeah. across a vast array yeah. of, of objectives that you need to, yeah, yeah. to to identify firstly and then target and really with us it's about spreading our knowledge and helping you do that is the first thing so that's connections it's tacit knowledge that we've maybe built up over a period of time it's links naturally with DKIT and the academic staff and students that are here. Likewise, with our, our partnership with DCU, 
it's a base, so there's office space here, your phones are covered, your electricity is covered, your internet. So very much it's kind of putting those foundations in place to help it. And you feel like scale. you're coming to work. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. It's that structure, I suppose, of a working environment. And then step three? Yeah, step three is probably a continuation on of, the, of, of what I've mentioned. Uh, it's three further months, and it's really implementing the learnings that you've had across phase one and two. Um, there is a stipend associated with that as well. So it's 2500 a month for three months, so €7,500. So if somebody's sitting at home now, David, like you did when you were abroad recently, you tuned into LMFM, uh, <laughs> what do you say to them? How do they come? When is the next course available? Yeah, so what I would say to you, the first port of call is, is to search the website. So that's newfrontiers.ie. Um, on that, you'll see a list of... 18 programs run across 13 different um, locations throughout the country. Obviously, we're listening to our, we have listeners here from the northeast. So you're looking at newfrontiers.ie forward slash Dundalk. Um, we actually have programs starting in October and we have programs running right throughout next year as well. So generally, we'd start a program every quarter. So what I'd say, the first thing to do is search the website. The second thing is to reach out to us. And the third thing is we'll arrange a meeting and we can plan a course of action for you. So if you're a budding entrepreneur sitting out there and you think you have an idea and you think the New Frontiers Programme Manager is for you, well then reach out to it, go on the website and pop in the courses as you hear there very frequently. David Connolly, New Frontiers Programme Manager, thank you very much for taking the time to talk to me. All right, cheers, thank you. Uh, That's it, Sinead. Last time today, I've really enlightened, I have to say, now I will look at this building in a completely different light in the future. So there you go, bright lights shining through, learning entrepreneurship all the way to George Washington University. You never know we talked again soon sometime in the future but for now we'll say bye bye Oh thank you so much Pat and I definitely will look at it in a new light as well absolutely fantastic work that they are doing there Now getting back to our competition and (laughs) I knew it so much fun with this it is the Friends Experience and I'm asking you to chat me up Joey Tribbiani style for your chance to go along to the Friends Experience here's Laura Sinead How you doing? Oh, I'm loving that, Laura. Absolutely loving that. Fantastic. Who have we got here? I think this is uh, Irene in Monaster Boyce. Here we have her. How are you doing? Oh, oh, Irene. That's a very good one. I like that one. Uh, also, we have uh, <laughs> Helen in uh, me as well. Hang on, here's Helen. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> Sinead Brazel. <laughs> 11 to 1 show, LMFM. This is Joey from Friends. How you doing? Fantastic. Absolutely brilliant. Uh, We have another one here. Hang on, we do have another one. This is coming in from Daniel. Hang on a second. Here he is. Hey, Sinead. How you doing? Oh, I like that as well. He says he's trying to record it and work with people laughing, but he sent it anyway. Fair play to him. Okay, we're going to reveal the winner right after Rick Astley. Rick Astley, never going to give you up. Daniel Hoy, fair play to you. You are going along to the Friends Experience. (laughs) Thank you so much to everybody who sent me in a fantastic voice note on 086-1800-658 you have cheered me up immensely today that is our lot of the show for today thank you so much for your company as always enjoy the rest of your day and I'll chat to you again tomorrow
Listen back to the 11 to 1 show podcast on lmfm.ie or the LMFM app. With Gilmore's Mercedes-Benz Kingscourt, choose from our huge selection of used Mercedes-Benz vehicles. Gilmore's Mercedes-Benz Kingscourt, the best in motoring, here for you. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.